Hello, this is Ever Wonder from the California Science Center. I'm Perry Roth Johnson. For the first few episodes of this podcast, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of the California Science Center to meet some of the people who design and develop exhibits. Here at the Science Center, you can find both permanent and temporary exhibits about all kinds of topics. Dogs, King Tut, space exploration, or even the emotion of fear. Do you ever wonder who gets to decide what these exhibits are all about? For this episode, I'll talk to David Bibas, the curator for technology programs at the California Science Center. Curators like David imagine up new exhibits, help decide what they should be about, and shape what kinds of experiences you, as a guest, will have in them. So, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming Thank on. You. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, good to be with you. I think uh, you mentioned you've been at the Science Center for 32 years. Is that right? Yes. And and you've worked on many exhibitions in your career. Do any stand out to you? Do you have a, a favorite exhibition that you, you like to work on? Well, if it's if I have to choose one, I would choose uh, Goosebumps, The Science of Fear. And, and, and why do you choose that one? Well, because uh, I curated that. <laughs> that <laughs> is, hey, that's a good reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, it was, uh, uh, it still is. It's a traveling exhibition that mm-hmm. we opened at the Science Center back in 2007, and it's still on tour. And so I could, you know, I could say it's a successful exhibit in the sense that it's popular, uh, people like it, they enjoy it, they learn from it. Uh, it's doing what it was meant to do. Walk me through a little bit about, like, what is it about? What, what do guests experience in it? Well, the exhibit is really about the, uh, uh, the physiology, uh, the biology, the psychology, and the sociology of emotions, in this case, fear. Uh, the, what we wanted to do through the exhibit is basically have people uh, experience fear, uh, observe fear, understand the science behind fear, Mm -hmm. and also reflect on fear in their lives. So tell me the story about how that grew from an idea to an actual project that, you know, became your favorite exhibition. One day, I think it was 2004 or 2005, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Jeff Rudolph, who is uh, our president and CEO, came to my Mm -hmm. office and just wanted to uh, tell me about an experience he had, I think, in a science museum in Australia, I believe. Uh, I can't recall the exact experience, but it was something that basically was, you know, scared people, but in a fun way. And it kind of triggered this idea. So it's like, what do you think about something about fear? And I said, okay. Let me think about it and uh, started doing, you know, research. What is involved in fear? What, you know, what, what disciplines actually address the various issues that are involved in this emotion? Slowly, it felt like, you know, there, there's, it's, it's, it's a, a topic that has really some legs. I mean, mm-hmm. there's something that you can, you can work with. Anyway, so we started and, and, you know, soon through that research, trying to put together a brief that basically outlines what an exhibit about fear could be. Mm-hmm. And as we do with all exhibits, based on the research, we start 
generating some educational messages or educational goals for the exhibit. What is it that we want to convey to our visitors? What is it that we want our visitor to come out with once they go through the exhibit? Uh, a sense of what is the framework, what is the, the concept for the exhibit. And early on, this notion of experiencing the emotion itself, but in a way, having experiences that actually elicit the emotion. It's not, you know, it's beyond the talking about the emotion. You know, right. how can you... You're not, you're not just like walking up to an exhibit panel and reading about fear. Exactly. Like you're actually going to get you're scared. Then, yeah, you're experiencing fear again. And that, that was one of the challenges, how you can create experiences that elicit fear, but at the same time, it's like fun and scary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. not to go overboard. And so through our market research and, and focus groups, there was an issue. We asked people, do you think this is appropriate for kids? Mm-hmm. Would you take your, I don't know, 10, 12-year-old kid to, or even younger? And people said yes. I mean, yeah, no. I think it, it sounds fun. Why not? Uh, the other question that we were interested in is finding out uh, would you go through these experiences of fear yourself? And most, I would say, probably, uh, I would say more than, you know, 60, 70% said yes. Why not? I mean, knowing obviously this is a, a museum environment, no harm is going to be done to them. But some people said no. Oh. But they said, but I wouldn't mind seeing other people experience fear. <laughs> <laughs> They want to see other people get scared. Yeah, in in a way. So how do we get from ideas that are on paper or in your head to something like we can start testing and see? How how do we start thinning out these ideas to select which exhibit experiences? Well, I mean, you start with first with the assumption that not all exhibit ideas can make good exhibits. It's it's like, you know, you're pruning a tree (laughs) in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like... You start with a lot of leaves and you start, you know, taking, taking stuff out. Initially, we try to zero in on the things that really can make engaging, compelling uh, experiences for, for people. Right. So in terms of this, if I were to uh, think of the Goosebumps exhibit in terms of experiencing fear, as I said, we wanted to uh, uh, basically feature I think we started with possibly five fear experiences, but we ended with four. Uh, we wanted to feature the, this, you know, two innate and two learned fear. What is the difference between innate and learned? Well, the innate, like we, we're born with, and the, the learned fear, for example, our learned fear is a fear of electricity or fear of, uh, you know, of the uh, stock market going down. Now, you mentioned also that you had five uh, room ideas, but you only end up with four. What's the story with that fifth one? Yeah, the fifth one we wanted to do about claustrophobia, which we know some people are fearful of of, uh, closed spaces, you know, Mm -hmm. people who want to go to an inside an elevator, for example. So we basically created a, a big crate, that you could basically just go in, standing in, we close the door and, and uh, see, you know, how long can you, you know, stay there. And uh, from, you know, early on, it became obvious that either people wanted to go in 
and they didn't care. They was not. They were not scared. Or people who didn't want to go in. So we had these two poles basically, and it didn't sound like it was going to make you know to be an experience because the people who went in didn't have any fear to you know of closed spaces, didn't have any claustrophobia. The people we didn't want going, there's no way they were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so you end up with, a, you know, an exhibit that's not an exhibit, basically, right. or an experience <laughs> that nobody wants to experience. <laughs> there, there, there's no one to actually experience claustrophobia and no one to watch experiencing claustrophobia. claustrophobia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that one was, was uh, you know, obvious. You know, we dropped that one. Better to make mistakes early on rather than, mm-hmm. you know, complete an exhibit that uh, is not successful or is not really uh, doing what uh, you know the, the you, you you meant it to do um, I'm gonna shift gears a little bit and uh, kind of zoom out even further to just like it sounds like even just within this microcosm of putting a single exhibition together like goosebumps you're wearing many hats but of course you've worked on other exhibits. What do you like about the work of a, a curator? Is it this idea that you get to wear many hats? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of it. I think I, I uh, you know, the, there's this image of curator, which is is based on, on, you know, like historical truth that curators, you know, take care of collections. I mean, if it's, you know, an art museum, it's paintings, sculptures, if it's a natural history museum, they have their own collections. And but science museums or science centers, by the way, that's why the name also of science center and not science museum, because mm-hmm. it's not collection based. It's more mm-hmm. about interpreting science phenomena, science principles, uh, technology applications and, and all of that. So in a sense, I always you know, saw the, the role of the curator more as an executive producer. Uh, I think exhibit development is probably one of the most collaborative undertakings <laughs> that there is in terms of so many, you know, people and so many disciplines, many, you know, types of expertise and, and, and all of that. So you have not only to um, deal with the research and the, uh, you know, the vision of the exhibit and the educational messaging and the, and, and uh, you know, the content part, but there's also the design. So you have to be conversant with the designers. You have to, uh, later on, you have to uh, deal with fabrication. You have to deal with AV production. And basically, you're orchestrating all of that. I think it, it's, it's um, yeah, it's a very dynamic environment. It, it's, as you say, it's wearing many hats. And so, yes, all of that has always been uh, an exciting part of the work and what has kept me you know for over you know 30 years in in the field well david i think that's a that's a great uh, note to kind of end on it's a great conversation thanks for coming on the show thank you that's our show and thanks for listening until next time keep wondering ever wonder from the california science center is produced by me perry roth johnson along with devin waller liz roth johnson is our editor theme music provided by michael nicholas and pond five we'll drop new episodes every other wednesday if you're a fan of the show be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating or review on apple podcasts it really helps other people discover our show have a question you've been wondering about 
Send an email or voice recording to everwonder at californiasciencecenter.org to tell us what you'd like to hear in future episodes. 